0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The Hangover star, Ken Jung is being inducted into the Asian Hall of Fame with a special live stream event this evening. He joined me and my colleague Chris Chian in 2017 to discuss his ABC sitcom, Dr. Ken, alongside co-star Susie Nakamura.
1: Hey. Hey, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? We're doing pretty good. Are we the last one of your interviews for the day here? And Beth. Uh. <laughs> we think
2: the best for last. <laughs> All right, appreciate awesome. that. Awesome, we appreciate it. Well, obviously, uh, we're talking with Ken Jung and Susie Nakamura of Dr. Ken. Let's pretend some of our listeners maybe didn't catch either season one or the first part of season two that you guys are returning from. Um, catch them up really quick on, on, on the premise of the show, really fast.
3: Uh, uh show is loosely based on my life. Uh, in my previous life, I was a doctor at an HMO. This is all pre-Hangover, and, uh, and I've had this opportunity to have this show uh, loosely based on my life as a doctor and also as a father and a husband. And this season, my TV wife, played by Susie Nakamura, works with me in the same HMO, which is, uh, which is actually uh, called for my real life or my real-life life, and I worked in the same HMO together. So there's a lot of... Uh, there's This season... There's, there's just a lot more creative confidence that we're having this year. Like, we did this whole Korean ghost story um, that, was almost, that was like our, our, a Korean princess bride where, like, my character's father tells my son, you know, this, this, this kind of the, the scariest Korean ghost story ever. And, and we're doing a documentary episode that's coming up in a, in a couple of weeks of, like, a day in uh, of the life of the HMO where Ken works at. And, and, and this week's episode is all about uh, Ken's new intern, was played by Gillian Jacobs, uh, my co-star in Community, played Britta. And this episode, like, really a love letter from me to my real life and uh, and my TV wife, uh, Suzy plays it so brilliantly and so off balance and off kilter and, and just wonderfully nuanced. And it's one of my favorite episodes. Definitely one of my favorite Allison episodes. And, and well, also, if you
4: haven't seen Doctor Ken, this is a great time to jump in.
3: It really is. I I, I really think that um, that's the beauty of multi-camera shows is that if you haven't seen the show, you can. You, you, you can really pick up from where you left off. Like so much of television is serialized now that you don't, you're almost intimidated to watch it because you, you don't know, like, where, where the jumping end point is. But we're very, we're very aware of that and we want, we, this is a very inclusive kind of show. It's a family show, you know, Friday nights on ABC and we, we want everyone to enjoy it, you know. And um, this is not like an exclusive click. This is really for everybody. Jump in time. Jump in anytime. You know, it's like, the best kegger ever, bro. Yeah, you're speaking to to a
1: couple of bros here, so yeah, you're speaking (laughs) your language. Uh, Susie, the question I wanted to ask for you is, uh, you worked at Curb Your Enthusiasm, and that's more a little bit, you know, maybe off script a little bit, I should say, and what was it like working with Larry David and working on that show in a recurring role, and then uh, their similarities to Dr. Ken, in that they're both comedies. Or is Dr. Ken a little bit more scripted and you were kind of a little bit more free-flowing, I, I guess, in Kerb? I,
4: I I'm much more, I think, I'm much more part of the creative process on Dr. Ken than I was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I, I played two different characters on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I did the original uh, one-hour special, which was supposed to be sort of a standalone thing, and it ended up being a pilot because people liked the show so much. But, I mean, I showed up at 10 p.m. in some abandoned office building, wearing my own clothes, doing my own makeup, and they kinda of told me what I was gonna do, but there was absolutely no script.
1: Wow. And it's true, huh? They,
4: and and part of the reveal for that effort for that for that special was that I was gonna reveal something that even Larry David had no idea about. I was revealing a secret <laughs> to Larry David, the actor and producer. And so we basically had one shot to get him to have, a, you know, a genuine reaction. And I, I had to improvise the whole thing. And then, but it was I mean, it was terrifying, but also really, really fun. So when he brought me back as a, as a different character, it was kind of the same thing. I showed up. I didn't know what character I was playing. I didn't know what she would wear because I didn't know how old she was. I didn't know what she did. And we were sitting around the table with Ted Danson and everyone ready to shoot before Larry David told us what we were doing.
2: Wow. Wow! Hey, Ken, you mentioned earlier uh, just a few seconds ago that, that obviously it's, you know, it's that Susie's sort of playing uh, uh, your TV wife, which is sort of based off your real-life wife. How does she actually compare to your real-life wife? And Susie, have you ever met Ken's real wife?
4: I love Ken's real wife. <laughs> I threaten to call her all the time and paddle.
2: <laughs> you got the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it, you
4: know,
3: it, there's a lot of similarities in um, Suzy and Tran, and and I think both are, I think both are hysterical. I think both are funny, and both both are just very. I don't know. They they. I think Susie grounds the scene as an actor, and really enables me to kind of even be funnier you know in in, in certain situations um, than if I was with another actor and I think and also but uh, Tran in real life she she grounds me in real life and, and she's so supportive of my career and she understands kind of the unpredictability of an actor's schedule and and you know I always I would tell Tran all the time I, I feel like I have more freedom in my marriage than when I ever did when I was single I feel like I'm I'm very much able you know the the trust and bond and, and real love that you have, and is it, also complemented by, by friendship, by actual like I not only love you, but I really like you. You know, it's it's a little bit of that.
1: We yeah. gonna be seeing any uh, you you and any more Miller Lite commercials there, Ken?
3: Oh, wow, yeah, I had a <laughs> I great time those. doing. Oh, thanks, man. I, I had a, I had a great time uh, doing those Miller Lite spots, and those were directed by Peter Berg, that actually directing that movie. The director of the movie, Patriots Day, that. I can't wait to see. So, um, it was it was really great to kind of work with them behind the scenes as well. It's really cool to do some of these commercial spots for fun, and then you're also working with these occasionally something working with these big time movie directors. Oh, those season.
4: big directors do a yeah. bunch, of, yeah. bunch of commercials. Yeah, all those a lot, guys.
3: A lot of fun.
2: And of course, we definitely uh, we we'd be remiss if we don't ask you about the hangover. Mr. Chow is a legend among uh, so many comedy fans. Oh, <laughs> thank you. How does it feel? I mean, obviously, remember we all saw you and in, in, you know as the doctor and knocked up first. Um, yeah. But, but for a lot of people, our, you know, our first impression of you was, you know, jumping half naked out of the back of a trunk. There's your legacy.
3: <laughs> well, honestly, um, you know, it was just it, it, that trunk, it gave me a career. I mean, <laughs> if I, I wouldn't be here talking to you if it wasn't for the hangover, and I wouldn't have gotten Dr. Ken or Community if it wasn't for the hangover. I mean, every everything that I've gotten over the last seven, eight years has been solely due to the hangover, and, and to, to, to be a part of that, to be a part of that, that pop cultural zeitgeist at that point in time is unlike anything I've ever experienced, or possibly will ever experience. We were in the center of uh, this wonderful cultural storm, and it, 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 I, I remember like none of us were really that established at that time. I think Bradley Cooper was, and Ed Helms was, but but it, it changed all of our lives for the better. And uh, yeah, I just saw Bradley recently, and and. You know, we both just kind of remarked of like, just we're just so happy for each other. You know, you know, because there, there, there was a point where you know, all of us in our respective worlds didn't. You know, we're always concerned about our next jobs, and I don't know. It, it, there, there is a bond looking back. Uh, you know, the hanger's is very special, and I remember talking to Zach recently, um, and he just said, you know, one day we'll, we may end up in the same. Retirement home and <laughs> <in> the <laughs> old home, And we'll look at this as a really great experience. We were friends in stand up way before the hangover. I'd known him for a long time. And and uh, just to kind of have that perspective, especially from a guy like Zach Alpinack, is one of the funniest human beings alive. You know, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of special memories from the hangover that. Uh, Um, both on camera and off, that makes it such a special experience for me.
2: It would
1: be a wolf pack all the way to the retirement home. Oh, absolutely.
3: A real-life wolf pack, absolutely.
1: All right, Susie, I want to wrap up here and, uh, you know, ask you one last question. We know about how Ken made the transition from being a doctor in real life to TV, but what about you? You know, you moved to Los Angeles. It says here that you were in a touring company, but really what's some advice you would give to an aspiring actress out there who wants to get into these roles on television and movies and, you know, might be feeling some hardships and I'm sure you probably did along your journey to get to where you're at today, right?
4: Oh my god. I rolled pennies. I I I would buy like deli trays and put it on my credit card and just try and have and just eat sandwiches for, for a week.
2: Wow. Well. <laughs> Nothing wrong with sandwiches. Uh,
4: I'm really good at being broke. If, uh, if, uh, if any actress wants to ask me how to be broke, but I mean, I would say, you know, with with YouTube and you know, and everyone has a camera on their phone, um, you can always create your own material and you can create opportunities for yourself. Um, there's also, you know, I've done a bunch of student films. I mean, there's just so many ways that you can work, and you don't, you're not going to necessarily get paid. But that's how you create a career is if you just do the work and worry about the paychecks later. Just buy a bunch of deli trays and put it on your credit card. <laughs> All
1: All right. That's great advice. All yeah. right. Thank you so much. We were speaking with Ken Jong and Susie Nakamura on the show. Dr. Ken, thank you so much for joining, Jason. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much.
2: Thank you, guys.
4: Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Jason.